water tripping. Metal story straight from hell. Well, actually it's my car. Breakdown again. This band makes me so happy. I can't tell. Howdy and welcome back to a brand new episode of Metal Tripping. My name is Alina and I'm gonna take you guys on a new metal trip. And this trip takes us to Melbourne, Australia. Yep, this country is one of the first that kicked COVID's fucking ass. Period. That is a beautiful thing. And of course, you guys know that, there are so many amazing bands coming from Australia. It's almost like uh, the motherland of good heavy music. I mean, there's Parkway Drive, North Lane, Make Them Suffer, uh, Polaris, I Kid the Prom Queen, and there is Future Static. You heard them a few seconds ago with their song Dead End. They are from Melbourne and released their banger EP Fatalist in April last year. And since Australia kicked COVID's ass, uh, bands are allowed to tour again and play live in front of people. Like, real people. Crazy, right? I mean, the last show I've been to is now more than a year? A year, yeah, a year and a half ago. This is, God, uh, this is insane. So yeah, Future Static played some shows since they're out of lockdown. Reason enough to call Kira, Emmy, Jackson and Ryan and ask them about how it feels to be finally back on stage. And I definitely need to ask about some new music. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so let's hope my uh, cell phone can handle the distance to Australia. Make yourself comfy in my car. Enjoy the ride. I'm gonna call the guys right now. How's it going? Ah, uh, it's going pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's nice. going pretty good. What about yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. The lockdown is kind of like taking its toll. I'm so yeah. sick of it, but yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. How long have you been locked down? Since November. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, but you guys been in lockdown oh. for a really long time as well, like. Um, yeah. Uh, so in our state, um, in Australia, yeah. Um, we were the first to lock down, mm. um, but because of that, now we're like the first to get back to normal. Um, so it's it's pretty good. So like live music is coming back, um, yeah. which is fantastic. Um, awesome. So yeah, it's it was it was a tough lockdown. I think it went on for like twelve months or something like that. My Longer, God. probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was a bit it was a bit how you going, but um, it's, it's we're towards the end of it now, so it's okay. I'm a little nervous. I have to confess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just my you got second to be interview. About. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It's like oh, a little nervous. Yeah. Because you like you you're starting this because you've noticed that people in your community they don't really have a lot of like uh, understanding of what's going on in like the heavy music scene. Is that yeah right? Yeah, okay. actually, yeah. And I'm so sick of like 
always like explaining myself when I'm like, hey, I'm listening to heavy mm. music, and you always get, oh, really? Like, ooh. Uh, okay. Really? Yeah, it's it's the people that I'm surrounded by. They're like, heavy music. Why? And I'm like, mm. what? <laughs> uh, so, what yeah, I, yeah. What yeah. what are you talking about? So yeah. yeah, and in Germany we have a lot of heavy bands around us, but I don't know. There's not a not that support that they actually deserve, and yeah. I want to change that. <laughs> Sounds rough. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's great. Yeah. I get, I get Sweet. I, yeah. When I say I'm in a band, oh, what kind of music do you play? And it's just like, oh, so it's heavy, but then I have to try and like find the right terms to describe. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really get it. So I just say, oh, you know, like screamo shit. And they're like, oh, okay. And it's like, end of conversation. Cool. I hate that, I hate <laughs> that question. Fine. You know, yeah. What genre do you play? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But why asking then? If you, I don't know, I don't get that. If you, if you ask me what music I'm listening to and I'm answering your question, why do you get so offensive? They always say, okay, uh, but you don't understand the, the screaming. Why, why are you listening to music? And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, you yeah. don't get it. You just don't yeah. get it. It's like, <laughs> you do if you listen, it's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <sighs> I don't yeah. like that. So thank you guys so much for taking your time. Um, um, I, I said it before, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> So just tell me, how is it, how does it feel to play live again in front of people, real people and play live in mm. front of crowds? How, how's that? So good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because no, I like through lockdown, I don't know, I like I got into my own little bubble mm. and I got a little bit too comfortable in like these four walls. I'm like, nah, I don't, really don't want to go out. I don't want to go see people. Like, I just want to stay home. Um, and then, you know, the first practice, it was a chore. Like it was a bit of a chore to, to get up and go to practice. But once I was there and we were prepping for our first show and then we played our first show, um, I got a little bit emotional. I was like, oh my God, I actually yeah. really missed this. Yeah. I missed this so much. Aww. It was hard because we had a little bit of a break, not like a full break in lockdowns. Restrictions lifted for a little bit and we got like one mm. or two practices in and then they went down again. And so it was hard not knowing for sure if we were prepping for anything in particular, yeah, it's kind of nice. It was nice yeah. to come back and have a show that we had a goal for mm. and to have that like come through and actually play the show in front of people, like kind of in and out of different levels of lockdown. You're not sure what's going on or when you can, you know, play shows or release anything. You're just kind of sitting on your hands when like, I think the best part of Future Static is our live show and the run part is our live show. It's, it was a struggle and it made it so much better when we finally got to, to do it again. And we've played a few shows back now and it's just every single one has just made me so happy. Oh yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. We've been really busy, actually. Busier than I thought. <laughs> in, in like the best way possible. Yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah, we had been. It's a good thing. Very busy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I talked to, to Ben uh, last weekend and they are still in lockdown as well. And we were like, mm. my God, my last show I've been to is like a year and a half. Like it's, it's so, so crazy. And I can't even like watch live videos anymore because it gets me so, it, it gets so emotional. Like I miss it so much. So yeah. <sighs> it's a good thing that at least some countries are opening up and uh, yeah, one day Germany will be back hopefully on tracks we will see yeah. 
Alrighty, so to get you guys ready for the big questions, um, I have some short questions for you guys uh, that need sure. fast answers, okay? You guys are ready? Sure. Okay, first one, circle pit or mosh pit? Ooh. Oh, mosh pit. <laughs> I think mosh pit, I like mosh pits. Yeah, okay, mm. me, me too. Um, parkway <laughs> drive or north lane? Oh, I, yeah, I have to go north lane. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm -hmm. me, me too. Okay, last show you played live? Oh, that oh. Uh, that was well, last that was weekend. that was last weekend. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, thing uh, called Nicholas Cage Fighter. Yeah. Wake the blind. Wake the blind and bite. Yeah. Blind. Wake the blind. It's a heavier show than we normally do. It was a bit of like mm. deathcore kind of thing. Ooh, so nice. Fun. Yeah, cool. we were like the the odd ones out. Um, it was a fantastic show. Yeah. Like oh, the yeah. crowd was we, we awesome. We held our own. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we definitely made it work. But um, we were like, yeah, the outlier, outlier of the lineup. Okay. It was great. Yeah. Was it in Melbourne, though, or where was it? It was. It was yeah. in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next question. Last show you guys been to? The last show I went Ooh. to was one that Jackson's other band played. Oh. Yeah. Last Thursday was really good. Cool. And that was at the same venue, actually. That was, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, the last year I went to uh, was uh, Weybridge. Mm -hmm. um, there's a local uh, like alt rock band called Weybridge. Um, it was their debut headliner show um, at the same at the same uh, venue again. Uh, mm. But that was awesome. That was such a good lineup. Nice. It was so good. Wow, yeah. sounds good. Um, next question. Last metal song you heard in the car while driving. Ooh. I think it was Vatic. What, what was it? What's their new song they released? Uh, Through the Eyes of the sna of, yeah, of a Snake. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that friends of ours, and it's so cool. The new stuff they're releasing is sick. Mm. Nice. Yeah, very, very impressive stuff. I okay. think, I think it's either that or The Hammer by Kublai Khan. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the, one of the two songs that I last heard in the car on the way over. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, best road trip you ever did as a band. Like in a van or something? We haven't I, yet. Um, no. Okay. I think the closest thing we had was um, when back before Jack and Jackson and Amy joined the band with our old lead singer, mm -hmm. me, Ryan and Bree all drove to Albury to see, which is like at the very edge of our state. It's like four hour drive oh, wow. to see Trophy Eyes. Oh. And like a tiny little like pub thing. <laughs> it was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. Sounds so much fun. <laughs> okay, um, we got two left. Three words that describe the sound of future static. Just three words. I know it's a it's a tough one. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, well, I think it's it's melodic. It has to be melodic because it's not just straight thrash or it's not just it's like straight beat down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Fast. Like yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's heavy too straightforward because it, it it has those like deep moments of like heavy emotional and heavy just like hardcore kicking ass. Yeah, all yeah. right. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, and yeah. the last one. Um, if you had to choose time wise, past, present, or future? Future. We've got yeah. so many plans that we're so excited <laughs> for, and like it feels like kind of dipped our toe in it. At, at this point and we've got so much to do so much yeah. to go 
Yeah, I think so. Future, I, yes. I, don't, I don't want to go back. I don't. I'm, I'm going forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, we're, we're future static. Yeah. Right. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that were the the short questions. Let's mm-hmm. talk about a little bit uh, about your band and the band history because your band name, Future Static. I think it's such an interesting name. And when I was preparing for the interview, um. I read in an article, um, you guys said that the name Future Static encapsulates the sound looking ahead while staying grounded in the present. And I think that makes so much sense, like listening to your songs and um, the lyrics. But from the personal perspective, um, I mean, we're living in such a fast moving world, like there can be a bloody virus around the corner. Um, How hard? Is it, or how do you guys stay grounded in the present? Like, especially when you guys were in lockdown, what did you guys do to be just like focused and being in the moment? Well, to be perfectly honest, um, we sort of like the whole, because we were in Melbourne uh, and that was one of the, I guess, the, the most strict uh, lockdown uh, out of anywhere in Australia, I think. And in most cases, like a lot of places in the world. So we really, really couldn't go anywhere unless we absolutely had to. And I think that um, it just gave us time to sort of um, take a break from everything. And it was just, um, it was kind of nice to not have all of these deadlines um, creeping up and so many things stressed about. Yeah, so it definitely, that was a very disappointing thing to have all of those um, sort of ambitions that we had set up um for this ep to be sort of dashed um that was very disappointing but out of that um came a chance to sort of i guess recharge the batteries a bit more um and allow us to really sort of um have a game plan together and you know for when we actually came out of lockdown um just go like a bull at a gate so cool yeah yeah it was a bit of a blessing in disguise yeah um but yeah towards the end it got a bit bit too much like we needed to start moving again so you weren't even able like to meet in person right there were no rehearsing or nothing right no for a large majority of it um we needed to stay home yeah and we couldn't we what, what was the limit was it 5ks or something like that yeah um outside five kilometer radius wow. of, yeah yeah unless it was absolutely necessary yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so yeah. like we had to do this. We had to do like Zoom calls and yeah. like check in with each other. Yeah. Um, Ryan was an mm. absolute machine writing music in that like through that period of time as well. Mm. Um, he had more motivation than like me personally. Um, but yeah, so I think that really that's that's also really helped us hit the ground running as well. Is yeah. like it was his ability to remain motivated through the first lockdown and second lockdown. It was more the fact that I just have nothing else to do literally like i yeah. video games that i had <laughs> you know watched all the movies that i had i'd pretty much gone through netflix and stan about 40 times mm. over fuck man better write some music while I'm at it. <laughs> but yeah it's um it's given me in terms of songwriting a lot of valuable tools in terms of like technical age um i learned a lot about programs and just audio engineering in general um and also sitting down for an extended period of time and just nutting it out, out an idea as opposed to like recording an amp on a phone and you know bringing it to the guys <laughs> wow <"Hey, laughs> here's this 30 second riff what can we do with that but it mm. really 
gives us a chance to sort of fully flesh out our ideas um, before we bring them to everyone. Yeah. Um, just so that they have a, you know, a well-rounded vision of what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. And once again, as Jackson said, it was a blessing in disguise um, to have everyone locked down like that. It taught us a lot about ourselves and the way that we write our music and our dynamic, which was really, really valuable. And I think we've taken a lot um, from that moving forward. And I'm sure the other guys have as well. Like, yeah. Especially because the last time when we were writing Fatalist, Jack and Jackson weren't really in on the songwriting process. Amy's only come in the past few months. So to have that fresh start, fresh team dynamic, as well as a fresh writing style um, has made all the difference, I think, and made us all a lot more excited to get into it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. But were there like other hobbies you discovered during lockdown? Like, I don't know, knitting or something, something like funny? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was knitting anyway, but I, I went hard. It was, mm. it was, it was keeping me sane. It was all I had. So I have a lot of new jumpers and toys nice. and all sorts of stuff. I said you've knitted all these like little like dinosaurs as well and like animals. Yeah. They're adorable. Like they're so, like, they're so cute. So uh, if anyone wants some, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so, um, should we just go back in time and just uh, how did you guys meet like when was that and where uh kira and ryan you should think you should take the first bit of this question yeah. um yep. so we met um we were both separate friends of our original lead singer yeah um i knew her through dancing when we were little and then we went to school together and Aww. she and ryan did drama together when they were kids nice um <laughs> and then We met Jack and Jackson and by extension, Amy through um, playing shows with their other band, Loose End. Um, and then um, when our old drummer left because she had you know, a real world job that meant that she couldn't do band stuff as much anymore. Um, and we were writing heavier stuff. We kind of played it for the boys and they said, hey, we want in on this. And so we said, well, Now we have a spot for you. Come on in. Yeah, exactly. And then we always knew that Amy had a, a beautiful voice. And so Thanks. when when Bree um, decided to leave mm -hmm. the band, um, Amy was the first person to put her hands up and we were like, oh, yeah. It's worked as really soon well. as I heard Bree left, I was like, oh, my God, I really want to be <laughs> yeah. this band. Yeah, I think it was like three days after three days we after. announced it. It was yeah, so it was. hard to like hold off for three days. I was like, oh, it might be a bit like, how are you going if I, but, um, yeah, too much in your face. If I said it literally as you posted it, but can I replace that? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And like we, um, yeah, and that was during lockdown. So we had no idea what we were going to do as a band at that point. Like we knew we were going to move, but we didn't know in what form or whatever. And so every time Amy expressed interest, we would just be like, oh, you know, we don't know. Yeah, not at all. Gave me plenty yeah, of time to learn how to scream at least. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for a relationship right now. This is getting too serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but when you guys, like, when you guys met, uh, did you know how, how you wanted to sound like? Was it always this, like, this heavy part? Um, well, this heavy path you wanted to go, or was it like like sound different styles of sound? 
oh my god it was just like it's hard to explain well like our sound has evolved organically um according to basically who we play shows with and who we hang out with um and what we're listening to as most bands do but we started out as like a um sort of like a grunge rock band yeah it was very much sort of like um i guess nirvana and silverchair ripoffs with like a little bit of pierce the veil and like all-time low um and then as things progressed and we started playing shows with people the sound just got heavier and heavier and i guess we wanted to push things further with our abilities i think that's the main thing that i want to do when i'm writing music is that i want to write say you know five ten percent above what my like current comfortable ability is mm-hmm. and so like yeah what if we put a breakdown here what if i do like a solo here and then like i can't play it so i have to sort of practice and <laughs> achieve that so it's sort of like <laughs> yeah but it's growing organically and also with jack and jackson in the band um like well jackson comes from a very sort of like um hardcore background like that's his that's his sort of like main bag i would say mm, you reckon yeah yeah super heavy like my music taste is like super heavy <laughs> yeah 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 he's got a wide hand that is just second to none really um so he likes a lot of like i guess technical metalcore and stuff like that and so that's really informed what we're doing now and also um, the stylistic shift with Amy um, in the band, we're still sort of like, we're still feeling that out, um, you know, how it's all gonna go according to Amy's influences and what she's used to. And I think that's a really, really exciting thing um, for us to, to sort of go through and explore together, um, which is gonna be really, really mad. So yeah, I think oh, it's just okay. organically, we didn't know what we wanted to be or what we were going to be at all we just sort of like people like it then great and if they mm-hmm. don't fuck them i guess yeah <laughs> yeah essentially <laughs> kind of a bit of a a bit of a um daunting thing for me to start writing and hope that i write as catchy things as the as brie the last singer mm-hmm. A little bit. I've got some big shoes to fill, literally. But it's also you're doing that to yourself, though, right? Because we're not like uh, making it in, into a competition. No, you're not. Because we that's just me. We, No, that's yeah, just yeah. Because like <laughs> when when Amy came in, um, all of us were like, just do your thing, and we'll meet you halfway, and we'll mold the music mm-hmm. around what mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Because that like, always made um, me feel comfortable about that, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So. But is there something like when can we expect some new music? So is there something around the corner that you can share, or maybe is there something? Early days at the moment. We're in okay. sort of like pre pre production, mm-hmm. but I think you can expect something maybe around mid this year, maybe around July ish. Is that? Yeah, that's that's what, that, what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. About. no, 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 that's. We need yeah. no. That's good to push, right? July. That's, yeah. That's... Now we've said it. Now we've said it on a on a German yeah. podcast. It has yeah, to happen. We've got the deadline. Deadline. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Basically, yeah, set soon. Yeah. Anywhere between like July 2021 and like August 2046, around that. Yeah, around around that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. 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 That's when so you it's not too far away, you know? Yeah. But no, we have we have a number of uh, of new things coming. It's just a matter of uh, organizing to, mm. to make it happen. So yeah, and that's like the easy bit. We've done the hard bit. It's just yeah, it's it's not too far away. Okay, oh that's amazing. Uh, but let's talk about your EP Fatalist a little bit more. Uh, you released it like a year ago in April. So mm -hmm. yeah, COVID mm -hmm. chaos. Yeah. Um, and the title like there's a song called The Fatalist and you. You named the EP Fatalist, and it's so mm. it fits like the situation like perfectly because, if I'm correct, if you have the perspective of a fatalist, you believe that there are things that are happening, and you can't do anything about it, right? Is that is basically right? yeah. yeah? The idea of um, fatalism is um, well, Bree and I talked about this um, in the car on the way to recording, actually. Talking about this concept of it's more of a personal philosophy. So mm -hmm. basically, the way um, we describe it is that um, fatalism is basically a self-fulfilling prophecy um, that's conceived by um, the influences in your life, say how you were raised, your environment, everything like that, um, and it just basically makes you act in a certain way to get an unavoidable outcome. Yeah. So you're really doomed to repeat the exact same cycles of behavior, the exact same consequences, the exact same heartache, um, because um, everything, all of those actions were dictated from the very beginning of your life due to your environment and your upbringing and your way of thinking. Um, and that really sort of shines through with the lyrics um, especially on Fatalist, it just seems like we're a bit, it's a bit bleak, but we're basically sort of doomed to repeat our own self-destructive patterns of behaviour, um, which is really quite poignant, and I think it speaks to a lot of people. Well, like, and that line, like, I've lost, I've lost myself a few times, you know, it's sort of acknowledging that this has happened before because of those like self-destructive behavioral patterns part of the you know, the the going from want to fatalist because want was kind of dealing with a hard situation but it ended with a bit of hope yeah but there wasn't if that situation going into fatalist hadn't really changed for Brie there, there wasn't it hadn't grown into something positive so it was mm -hmm. kind of dealing with the fact that she thought she dealt with this feeling but it still hurts so now what that was kind yeah. of how it ended up okay yeah but it's it's a bit of perspective right i mean it it kind of makes life a little easier in a in a way like when you said all right it is what it is you can't do anything about that but i think when i listen to your songs uh on the ep like you said um there's like this vibe like there's a light at the end of the tunnel i think there's uh yeah you can have this little bit of hope you can find that in the songs and I really like that um, and the little nerd that I am uh, I've been through the lyrics on the EP and counted the most used words um, <laughs> yes so uh, I didn't cross Great. out the okay. repetitions in, in the chorus but you used the word I um, 52 times the word you for uh, 22 times 
and the word head nine times. So I think, um, yeah, you can see it's a really like self-reflected record that, I mm. mean, it, and then it's a brave thing to do, I think, just to take a look inside and facing your demons and stuff. How hard was that, writing those songs? I don't think it was particularly difficult for any of us mm -hmm. instrumentally. Mm -hmm. um, we just sort of wrote banging riffs and um, <laughs> sent them pre-production. But I, I could imagine that um, for Brie especially, um, she, she got herself into some very deep, dark places of her psyche when writing music in general and especially for fatalist i imagine that took a really um that was a really difficult time for her just writing writing all of that heavy stuff down um so that that was something that really really impressed me that she could like dig that deep and um you know pull from those awful traumatic experience that she's had yeah um which, um, yeah, it was just incredibly impressive that she could do that and still uh, maintain some sense of composure. That was, yeah, it was really incredible and inspiring. Like, we just fucking, we just banged away on guitars and drums and stuff and, like, started <laughs> out and she, yeah, man, this is sick. Yeah. Um, but Brie definitely had to go to a deep, dark place for that. So, um, yeah, you'll have to talk to her about it. But, um, yeah, we could... I think Kira and I could tell that it was um, it was getting a bit rough for her to sort of relive those dark moments in her life. They're incredibly brave to not only write them out, put them to music and release them into the world, knowing that like we were pushing for this to be a bigger record. We want to put our names out there. We want to be heard. And for that to be the stuff that she let people hear is mm -hmm. kind of, you know, not something that everyone can do. Yeah. But I think it's so so important to to be that honest because it, all those I I can identify with all of those songs because it's like we all go through those dark times and it's so cool to know that you're not alone with all of this. So yeah, I I really yeah I just love the CP so much because it really helped me out a lot. Um, yeah, through a lot of dark times. So. That's yeah. really good to hear. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool, yeah. I think that's an important part of the heavy scene in general yeah. as well. Like when musicians in the scene aren't afraid to deal with those heavy things and sometimes that works out for the best and sometimes it, it doesn't. But having that, that sense of connection when people are struggling mm. is mm. something that's that's really special. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it strikes a good balance between those universal experiences that we all have with a unique perspective um you know and it touches on things that maybe people didn't think about when they were going through the same thing um so they can look back on their own moments and say oh yeah you know i can i can look at it from that perspective which i think is a really cool thing you know you got to be fresh and you got to have new ideas but you got to be relatable at the same time which yeah. i think is a really good balance yeah yeah yep um, and your guys opening the EP with an instrumental piece. Uh, it's called Growth. Um, that is a song. I really, I really love that song because it has this, this, I, I can't even explain it. It has this like hopeful vibe in it. When I listen to it, I'm like, yes, yes, this is so, so good. Um, but it's the opener. Why, why did you choose that one as like the, the opener for, for the EP? Um, I think 
while we were writing it, it was always sort of going to be an intro track. Mm-hmm. Whether it would be a full song or an intro, it was always going to be the it was always going to be the opener. Because I think, on the one hand, technically, um, it was sort of a transition piece between one and and Fatalist, the record. So it was yeah. sort of easing people into this new, heavier sound of Static. Um, so that's why it goes from those sort of like those very clean reverb, reverb soaked guitars mm-hmm. into um, this really heavy riff with like that sort of like architects ambient lead sort of thing. Um, so that was sort of like, you know, a literal shift in style. Um, and also, you know, calling it growth is a very, is a very deliberate thing because we wanted to show how we'd grown musically and emotionally. I think we'd, um, you know, we started the band when I was 19 years old. I think Kira was 18. We were basically kids not knowing what we were doing. Um, and so basically with that, we wanted to say, all right, we've been, we've been around a few times. We made a lot of mistakes. We've done some dumb things, but we're coming back. We're all emotionally intelligent. We're both, we're all sure about what we want. Um, and we're all just better in general as musicians and as people. And I think that's sort of reflected in growth, the song. Yeah. That is amazing. That sounds you so should cool. hear them play it live. Oh, yes, yes, please. <laughs> come to Germany. <laughs> yeah, we'll come that. over. Yes. Yeah. I always watch yeah. the crew play that song before I get on stage oh, because it's wow. just the instrumental and I get to see it come from like the side and it always just makes me smile so much. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I get that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So let's talk about touring a little bit. Um, you guys been on tour in, at the end of March with uh, Bell Bellhaven 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 yeah. yeah thank you yeah, yeah. um and yeah. did you you guys played some songs from the EP pretty much entirely like oh, right. just the it's entire EP yeah. yeah cool and how has the the reception been um so we only played the Melbourne leg of the tour with Bellhaven mm-hmm. but um, at the same time I think that the energy between us the artists and um, you know, the audience, it was incredible. Um, as soon as, um, grow, as soon as we started playing growth, you can tell that there was something really special about that night. Um, yeah, I think there's not, there's not much else to say. Like we love Bellhaven as a band. Um, yeah. they're friends of ours and they're also sort of like my personal local heroes as I'm sure they are for a lot of other people. So I was just mad. Yeah. The, the, the guitarist was our producer for Fatalist. Oh, oh, oh okay. So yep. Extended Future Static family. Nice. So that meant yeah. to okay. Be yep. able to play with them. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that that show was awesome. We played two sets in one in one night. Because um, uh, here there's still like restrictions in, in like venues and stuff like that. Ah, okay. And so to get around like uh the the venue caps that they've introduced, um, they put on two shows in one night. So they could have like the same amount of people a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so we played two sets. Everyone played two sets um, okay. to different crowds, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. Um, mm. I, yeah, I'd, I'd do it again. It was fun. I'd do it again. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, was pretty, I, was, I was pretty sore the next day after doing two 
too high yeah. impact mm. jumping around stage stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you go all out though. <laughs> I yeah, do. You do. Yeah. Oh, you guys do too though. Just have to do, do more cardio. Best. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, cardio. There. Nah. Okay. And are there any like pre-show rituals, after-show rituals, like I don't know, warming up or having I don't know a shot of something? Uh, Amy usually has a shot of uh, something. Uh, the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm. Um, the rest of us usually has have a beer. Um, yeah. I think Kira okay. might might have a drink or two, but she doesn't really do it that much. Um, uh, Jackson yeah, needs two full meals before every show. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't play hungry. I need meal. to eat. That's why they call him Jackie Two Meals because he just whoops yeah, them down. I'm the opposite. I have to eat like, I don't know, just the tiniest amount so I don't pass mm. out. But if I eat too much, it's so bad. Other than that, it's just like the basic warming up stuff. You know, we do stretches. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll find a place a little bit before our set um, and just go through um, two of the songs unplugged. Mm -hmm. from the set. So basically we've already played two of our songs before we've even walked on stage and it makes us mm. feel a lot more loose, um, mm. you know, just more comfortable playing yeah. the song yeah. environment yeah. where we're at. So, yeah, we've been doing Actually, that. It's so funny though, like how hard it is to do that because I can't hear what note, <laughs> what note's playing <laughs> in the unplugged fucking yeah. strings. Part of my language. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm just like trying to listen when the crowd's like kind of making noise, and I'm like, I can't hear where to start. Like, yeah, all the other bands playing. It's it's sometimes it's yeah. hard to find a quiet place to do it. But yeah, I think yeah. I think my favorite one was in the the storage room at Whole Lot of Love. Like we're surrounded by bottles of soft drink and stuff, yep. trying to yep. get through. You got bartenders and other members of the bands coming through, like trying to pick up their shit and like. Yeah. <laughs> And we're, we're sitting there like trying to trying to go through these two songs before we hit the stage and it's kind of like okay right so yeah that was that <laughs> Sorry, was entertaining yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay um another nerdy question don't judge me but i'm always asking myself how about your ears like how because my left right right ear is messed up since i don't know five years because i was standing too close to an amp and now it's ringing like all the time i have this ringing oh, right. sound in my ear um yeah. how do you guys do it do you have like in-ear monitoring or like hearing protection or something how are your ears yeah, after the show <laughs> when i joined future static they were like no <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. so important well, if you want to have a long career making sound waves for a living, you got to make sure you can sort of like hear yeah. them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of makes sense. Yeah, unless you like, oh. you know, Beethoven was kind of one of a kind. You can't really like recreate that. Um, you know, can't go and make, you know, great music. That was sort of a one-off. But yeah, yeah Jackson runs um, in-ear monitors because he's got the click in and like mm -hmm. some of the backs. Um, yeah of us just use regular earplugs and yeah. it works pretty well yeah yeah okay yeah so protect your hearing guys everybody who's listening yeah, <laughs> yeah. artist and audience yeah. protect your hearing you can get really good earplugs that you know muffle Dampen or the sound. Yeah, sound. yeah you can get really really quality ones that just basically turn the volume on life yep. um or an avid show goer 
or an avid. You can actually just uh, hear things so much clearer as well. To be honest, yeah, like, yeah, when I, I go to the, when I go to yeah, normal yeah. shows, I wear ear, earplugs most of the time now too because mm -hmm. I'm like I can actually hear everything. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah, it's it's yeah. cool to use protection, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. use protection, That's kids. That's what we're getting in all kinds of ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, before I let you go. There's one last thing uh, I need from you. Um, since this podcast is called Metal Tripping, so we're on the trip, right? Um, and there's going to be a Spotify playlist with uh, songs, not only from the guests on the episode, but we need some, or I need some songs that you want to listen to when you're on the road trip. So what kind of songs or bands you want to hear in that playlist? Just throw in some bands some I think musicians each one of us would probably say completely different things yeah just just yeah, give it to me exciting, i want to throw like, in the, can no I you no you go 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 on, go on. <laughs> um, for like the fifth mention so far but i think we need some loose end in there so i i would like to jump in Gordon street by loose yeah. end. thank you okay yeah all right that's cool i'll take that um yeah i i i want to like i want to support like other local like heavy metal artists so mm -hmm. like uh, a band like starve or vatic um you know people like that i i would like to see their songs in there mm -hmm. um because like yeah they're they have the potential to be like something big and yeah. they just need like vatic's new song behind is them mad. To, yeah oh my god listen to vatic's new song oh it's Jesus like through Christ. the eyes of a oh. snake yeah, yeah, it's so good. I think you're going to like yeah. it. <laughs> okay, yeah. nice. Right, some some other maybe, I don't know, some, some I don't know, some death metal maybe? Some black metal or some metalcore? Some, I don't know, just give me some yeah. some other songs. Blight. Uh, just... <laughs> Blight? Yes. <laughs> yes. I think uh, Crossfaith is always good. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's sick. Um, fun. Instrumental um, heavy metal hip hop, you'd probably <laughs> say. Um, yeah. Very cool. A lot of really cool guitar techniques in there, like the Weedly Deedlies. Um, <laughs> the technical term. <laughs> yeah, it's a technical term. Uh, yeah. You can't go wrong with a bit of uh, Suicide Silence. I think the Black um, Crown. Check out. I mean, um, I think if I have to put something in, it would. It's probably way too overdone at the moment, but anything Spirit Box. <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you. Courtney mm. yes. Lapin is my absolute life. Oh my God. Like, so good. She's mm. such an inspiration to me. So good. Yes, yeah. Spirit Box also, is. <laughs> probably just the entire There Is A Hell album by Bring Me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's probably my favorite album of all time, Fight Me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I just love it so much. So just chuck the whole thing on and yeah, just listen to it. Okay. North Lane as well. North Lane. No, yeah, North Lane. I like mm -hmm. their yeah their album Alien was an absolute oh, yeah. ripper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So big good. Fan of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Norma Jean's great if you want some like um, really like chaotic stuff mixed in like stuff. Rock. That's pretty mad. Oh, loathe. Loathe are really, loathe. Yes. really cool. Oh, loathe, yes. Yep. Chill but heavy. They're like really kind of 
almost stoner metal, but not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, Furious George, too. Um, oh, yeah. They're doing some <laughs> really cool stuff. And great name, too. It's sick. Yeah, Furious George is cool. Okay. Cool. Well, it's going to be a long road trip with that playlist. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we might get to Germany and back with it. Who knows? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, guys. I think uh, it's it's time to say goodbye. Um, yeah, everybody who's listening to the podcast, go check out Future Static. They are amazing. Check out their EP Fatalist um, and all their other songs. Um, buy some merch. Buy some CDs. Uh, just support them where you can. Uh, yeah, share it with your pres uh, presents. My God, my English. I'm sorry. With your parents. That's the right word. <laughs> Friends, family, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just get the music out there. And yeah, I think that, that that's it <laughs> for this Thank you very much. Thanks for having Thank us. For this was great. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I was late again. No worries at all. It's <laughs> all right. That's a re definitely it's a right. reoccurring problem I have. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to say how wild it is that, um, you know, that a podcast in Germany. Yeah. Um, is liking our stuff and spinning it. It's the most surreal thing. So mm. we yeah. really, really appreciate that. And from the thank bottom you. out, like, thank you for listening yeah. to us, appreciating, like, um, all forms of local music. I think that's fantastic. So you're doing really great work. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Alrighty. So I think we just stay in contact and, uh, yeah, we hopefully That'll see each other one day or the other on tour. When you come to Germany. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll be there next week. It's we'll fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, stay safe. Stay metal. Yeah, um, you too. Yeah, you too. Alrighty. See y'all. See y'all. Bye. Wow. Such nice people. So down to earth, right? I love it. Yeah, so uh, sorry for the lame audio quality in some parts of the interview. There were definitely some dead spots on this trip. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, go check out Future Static if you're living around Melbourne. Go see them live. Check out their EP The Fatalist and other songs. I don't know, watch their music videos on YouTube, buy some merch, just get the music out there, show them some metal love, they earned it. And keep your eyes and ears open, there's some new future static stuff on the way. Last but not least, check out the metal tripping playlist with future static on Spotify, there you can find the band's favorite road trip songs we just talked about. So yeah, that's it for now. By the way, the next trip gets us to Moscow. No worries guys, it's not Russia. But Idaho, yep, we're going to the States, so stay tuned for a new episode. Right now I'm gonna bless you with another future static song. This is the title track of the EP Fatalist. Turn it up, stay safe and stay metal!
Dark Melbourne Street, end it all, let it 